1: Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
0: The Major League Baseball All-Star break tends to be the slowest sports time of the year. Thankfully, we've had Juan Soto rumors to talk about. We've also had Matthew Kachuk rumors to talk about and to discuss those in more detail. We're very happy to welcome on to the program. He covers the blues for uh, NHL.com. He is Lou Korak. Follow him on Twitter at El And Lou, thanks so much for uh, taking some time with us. Uh, let's, let's start with this. I- is there any shot whatsoever that Matthew Kachuk could be wearing the blue note this upcoming season?
1: Well, I guess there's always a shot. I mean, with uh, some of the things that have transpired here over the last couple of days, with uh, obviously him informing, reportedly informing the Flames that he does not intend to sign long-term. And with them taking him to arbitration, and that date has been set now uh, for August the 11th. uh, It's pretty much a precursor that uh, Calgary is really got no choice right now, but to get whatever they can for them. I mean, they and try to trade them because they just went through the disaster of losing Johnny Gaudreau for nothing. And for them to have to go through that again, next summer potentially would be disastrous for their franchise and uh, to lose two franchise altering players in back-to-back years. So they, they really don't have a choice but to trade them. And obviously with that being the scenario, Sure, he'd he'd entertain any thought of coming back home for him, uh, but you know, there's there's a lot of components that have to fall into place for this to happen, and uh, it would be much, I don't want to say easier, but it's it's more doable from a Blues perspective if they weren't so tight up against the salary cap. But with them being really pressed up against the, uh, the ceiling of the salary cap, and with you know the potential and necessity of having to move salary out in order to bring in a Matthew Kachuk, get him signed long-term, which is going to eat up a a good portion of your salary cap. You're going to have to move somebody out. And for them, that's where the dilemma really jumps in because the players that uh, they would probably have to move out, majority of them all have no trade clauses. So basically, you know, they get, they kind of get to dictate this process and I think you know, that's that's one of the bigger challenges that Doug Armstrong is going to be dealing with here in trying to make this work if the Blues are even going to have a shot at him.
0: Yeah, that was kind of my next question for you because who – part of it is clearing the space, but also part of it is finding players who make enough money – that Calgary would even be interested in taking on, and then, as you just alluded to, then you have uh, the no-trade stuff that you have to work through. But those first two things, I, I, it's hard to look at this roster and find the guys that make enough money that you feel like Calgary would even be interested in.
1: Yeah, and that—that's the thing. I mean, they're not—they're not, they're not going to just take guys that you would prefer to unload off of your off of your team and and and, and, and off of your cap list just for the simple fact of appeasing the blues. That's not what the Calgary flames are in this for. They're going to want maximum return for Matthew Kachuk. And uh, you know, you look at the blues roster, you know, you would, you would tend to think uh, Vladimir Tarasenko would be right up at the forefront, but you know, from their perspective, why would they do that? Because a, he's a seven and a half million dollar cap hit with one year remaining. B, you know, you're still talking about a guy that's 31 years old and uh, is going to be a potential he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. Not potentially, he is going to be an unrestricted free agent in one year. So, what makes you think that he's going to a want to go there? He has a no trade clause. B, uh, what makes you think he's going to want to re-sign there long-term? So, uh, that that would almost if, if you're talking about a Tarasenko, you're almost going to have to talk about dragging a third team into this and that's another challenge that that that's presented who is going to be that third team if you're going to go that avenue my guess is and I, I know it's been out there jordan cairo is probably the guy that you're going to start with here and that that's not that's not to say that that's going to be what's going to do it here you know he has a very minimal salary but he would be a very he would be a very entertaining and intriguing piece for Calgary to bring in, but that's just not going to be enough from a blues perspective to be able to clear enough cap space to make this work uh, work. And that's why I think this is going to be really difficult for Doug Armstrong to do because just simply because from a cap perspective, uh, this, this is going to be a a really big challenge.
0: If you lose a Kairou in the deal, you lose that the skill set, especially of speed and you think about putting together that entire roster for a post-season run and you think about trying to knock down the difference between you and the, the Colorado avalanche, obviously you get better if you're going Kachuk for Kairou, but at the same time, are you getting that much better?
1: You uh, I mean, you're obviously like you see, you're going to lose something in that. And that's the speed element that he brings, uh, just his explosiveness. And, uh, He has that and that necessarily that Matthew Kachuk doesn't have, but Matthew definitely brings other elements to this team, grit, sandpaper, (laughs) and he's a game changer. And those are some things that, you know, the blues could definitely use on on this roster. And, uh, you know, you're talking about, you know, a kid that is just going to get better and literally is getting into the prime years of his career. You're probably going to get him when you get him, you're going to get him at the best years of his career. And he's just coming off of a 100, 100 plus point season. And the Blues haven't had that since, what, 1993, I believe it was, with Brendan Shanahan. So that tells you how long they've had, you know, just the kind of guy that can impact a game for you. And uh, those are elements that they definitely can use and use to their advantage against Colorado. Are you going to lose something if Jordan Cairo goes the other way? Absolutely. But, you know, this is a team that prides itself on beating opponents as a group. They're not one of these teams that, you know, you talked about Colorado earlier. They don't have the kind of skill that Colorado has where they can just take one guy and say, go out, go out and win a game for us. The Blues just don't have that. And if they can build that kind of a roster where you add a piece like this to the core that they have right now, I think it's just going to strengthen them even more.
0: All right, so let's move past Kachuk. Let's just let's assume for a second that's just not gonna happen. With the limited cap space, do you feel like there are still moves for the blues to be made this offseason?
1: Uh again, it's it's gonna to be tough just because of that. But uh, I would think that uh, if nothing happens on that front, they're probably if anything they're probably going to have to look to maybe try to move somebody off of their, uh, off of their blue line just simply because they've got, they've got five guys on, on the left-hand side and three more on the right that are all NHL-ready players. Uh, and I know that they've done it in the past where, you know, and they needed it last year with the injuries that they had, but uh, it's just hard for me to see them going into the season with that many NHL-caliber defensemen maybe you can maybe you can get yourself a uh, middle tier forward for a defenseman uh, that you're willing to part with uh, depending on who that is you know i mean i know out there that you know a lot of people would like to see them move marco scandella's contract and i'm sure the blues would like to do that but you're not going to be able to get anything in return that's that would be basically just a clear cap space and maybe you throw in something just, just to kind of sweeten the pot for a team to take on that contract. Uh is a guy like a Scott Perunovich, is, is he enticing to somebody, if they're even willing to move him? That's that's a question that they have to answer. Uh, you know, I know Tori Krug's name's been floated out there, but I haven't heard I haven't heard personally myself anything along those lines. That would be a big contract if you're able to shed that, uh, you know, because you have two players there and Perunovich and Krug that really play a similar style. So it's hard for me to see them going into the season with the same kind of player there that, you know, both, both can do the same kinds of things. So if they do anything, I I would see it along those lines. But if not, uh, I think this roster, uh, especially up front is pretty much set. Uh, I could see them definitely. And Doug Armstrong's made no bones about it. Uh, Vladimir Turasenko's got one year left on his contract, whether he wants to stay here beyond this next upcoming season or not is to be debated still. Uh, But he's willing to go into the season uh, ready for him to fulfill his contract and uh, let the chips fall where they may. And if they have to lose him for nothing uh, next summer, I think they're ready to deal with that.
0: Last thing for you, if you were to put a percentage chance that Tarasenko is on the roster on opening night, this upcoming season, what would that percentage chance be for you?
1: Uh, I've, I think that's tied in with what they, what happens or doesn't happen with Kachuk. If they don't make that trade, I think he's here. If they do make that trade, I think he's gone. So it's basically going to be tied to that one way or another, because you simply, I just, you simply can't have both of those guys on this team, you know, with the cap space. And I know I keep alluding to that, but that's just the situation that these guys are dealing with right now. And that's why I think this is, this is going to be a a tough thing to handle. So to me, if Kachuk is here, 100% to me, he's gone. If he's not, I think he's on the roster, and I think he's uh, he plays out his contract here in St. Louis.
0: He is Luke Korak, covers the Blues for NHL.com. Thanks so much for uh, taking the time. Look forward to uh, checking in with you again here very soon.
1: Hey, Matt, take care. Thanks all for having me. All
0: right, very good. There's Luke Korak joining us here on Sports Open Line. Again, uh, I don't know. I, I, I want it. I want to see Matthew Kachuk end up as a St. Louis Blue. I don't know, It just it, the the salary cap ramifications of it, and again, what I said to him, you have to include players in this deal that you, you're lowering your salary. And you look at the big money players, probably outside of Tarasenko, you look at the big money players, how many of those guys would Calgary even be interested in? And if they're not interested in them, well, then do they think they can then spin them off? Or do you just bring in a third team? And we rarely see three-team deals. Like, there's just... There's so much. It is complicated. It is very, very complicated. The Guinness uh, shift gears coming up in our uh, final segment this hour. A new contract done for a college football coach, which is just insane. My question is, are college football coaches being paid too much money? We'll discuss it in just a moment at Sports Open Line on KMOX.